Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that happens around it. Or something. Or something. Something. <laughs> some things. Some things happen. All the gendery things. things some gendery things. Yeah. Like, you have a funny little mustache. I do. It, it, well, it was curling at the ends. Right now it's a little long. It, it was looking a little handlebar-y for a while, and you uh-huh. were kind of leaning into it. It was kind of fun. Yeah. Right now it's got its... Uh, well, today I didn't put any wax in I keep thinking that you should just do the dolly thing and just straighten it, get the... Farther and farther out? Yes. It might cooperate more that way, because right now, um, if I don't put wax in it, like, after my shower at night, who knew a mustache was so, like, labor-intensive? Um, Not you until was, two or three years ago. Unless your name was Poirot. Oh, gosh. Right? Um, so if I don't fix it at night, then in the morning it's difficult. And then one of the curls will point forward and one backward or forth. And it's amusing. It is amusing. Uh And who would have ever thought that this would be a problem you'd have 10 years ago? I would, I would, it was probably a problem I wished I had. And, and I, I don't mind it as a problem. That's for sure. Fair enough. Yeah. But it's amusing. It is amusing. Mm -hmm. And people like my mustache. People do like your yeah. mustache. People usually like unique facial hair, unique things like that. And so, mm-hmm. like, when you've got it all curled up like handlebars, people are like, oh, that's so neat. Yeah, they like it. So I I was working, and uh, the person I usually work with had a couple family members. The younger woman says, your mustache is funny. Because I've seen this person mm-hmm. for many years. Well, and part of that, I'm sure, was the fact that it's a handlebar mustache, and those just, by the nature of them, are funny. But part of it is that she has known you for many years, and so seeing George with a handlebar mustache. Yeah, I, I never had a mustache since she's known me. I had a beard, but not a mustache. Okay. Yeah. So anyhow, this is the, the woman ha- it, it, woman's daughter. She's grown now. And uh, she says, the daughter says, uh, your mustache is funny. And the guy with her says, I think it's great, <laughs> which makes me laugh. I said, I think it's funny, too. And it's funny and great. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, people comment on it a lot, especially if I can get it to, to curl, which I've been trimming it a bit because I know I'm going to shave it off soon. Yes. But the length of the ends is not quite the right length for getting it to curl right now. And you have to take off such a tiny bit at a time or you'll be sorry. Right. It won't curl at all. Mm. There'll be anything to curl. Humbug. Yeah. You should look up those websites about people who like do their hair and their facial hair like there there are guys who do this the same way girls do like makeup videos tutorials there are guys who do these like here's how you style your beard this way here's how you can do it that way here's there there probably is there's there's whole channels there's youtube for everything oh yeah yeah you could look up the best ways to trim your mustache to get it to curl into the handlebars that you want well, yeah, and it would have to be like a YouTube video for a guy with a super curly mustache, because your hair is super curly. It is. If I, you know, I already, I already have to have a technique. I'm sure that I could hone it a little more, but I have to paste the, some of it down so it doesn't go up my nose. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. Yeah, I was eating a salad the other day, and there's spinach and stuff in it. Yeah, you know, spinach has the stems and. It was trying to go up my nose, and at first I didn't notice because 
It always feels like something's trying to go up my nose lately with, <laughs> with my nose hairs. And I was like, wait a second. That's wrong. I'm not supposed to do that. Oh. People are not going to like me sticking my salad up my nose while I'm trying to eat it. That probably would not go over well. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, people in general just see you as some guy now. And it's still weird. Like, we've talked about this before, but we keep coming up on these things that are like, oddly heteronormative, and we didn't realize that heteronormativity was the thing until we keep coming up on these things that we're like, oh, this is the other side of it. A couple, couple weeks ago, we were talking about you having some very religious clients at work, and recently you said that one of them thanked you for being quite the gentleman that you are. Yes, that was, it's funny to me. I never know what to think of this, because, you know, it's a whole new deal yeah. to have these things going on. And, you know, you say, uh... Thank you. Thank you. That's it. That's all I can come up with. <laughs> That's all you'd yeah. really need to say. But it's wild. Was was this someone who would not have been interacting well with you if they knew that you were trans? Or is this like... I have no idea. Because these are... A lot of these people are very religious that you've been assigned lately. Yes, they are. I have no idea. And I'm probably not going to find out. Fair. Yeah. They didn't say anything about my mustache, but they did say that interesting focus of gratitude. Yes. And I thought about it as I was leaving. I thought, so have I always been the gentleman I am as far as I know? I think so. This, so... this is funny because do you remember when you and I were first dating, We I met you at your work and we went for a walk and you always tried to walk on the outside of the sidewalk to be the gentleman and and I was like, stop that. <laughs> I can be a gentleman too. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> the mom purse confuses everybody. I understand that. Okay. I understand that the mom purse confuses everybody. I need to start carrying a backpack instead. Only because a briefcase would look weird. I'm picturing these things. I know you are. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what, what you I think do. is in pictures. Yeah. yeah, because I still present very femme, even though my identity is princess man. It's it's not feminine, it's effeminate. And so yeah, see. I'm interested to see if... Curvy suit with a full face of makeup carrying a man's briefcase. You'll have to find the, the right kind of bag. I will. Yeah. And I wonder if you'll end up like number three child and have lots of extra things in there that you don't remember are there. That is entirely possible. It doesn't happen with your purse because you've You've have, you have it quite organized. I do. And I it, when we go to Galley and I carry a backpack there, it's the same thing. And all of the men I know at work who carry backpacks for work, like computer type backpacks, mm -hmm. like the one you got me for Christmas is a briefcase that can become a backpack because it's soft-sided. Okay. But I can't imagine carrying that giant thing around all the time. There's a smaller one like it in the downstairs closet. Like everybody needs to help us figure this out. <laughs> Uh, anyhow, I can tell but you about that later. There are, there are plenty of professional men that I work with that carry high school backpacks with them. You know, upscale, but just two shoulders. Not like superhero ones. Not, huh? No, not like superhero. <laughs> <laughs> no Hello Kitty. Uh, <laughs> Although my boss does bring sometimes a uh, Disney princess lunchbox. I bet. <laughs> but that's just because he's that awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. The, the, the genderedness of these things is, is still weird. And like, I didn't realize that any of these things are gendered. We knew that mustaches were typically gendered. Okay, fair. Or gendered favorably in one gender and less favorably in the other. 
Which is why I generally bleach mine. Yes. <laughs> but these things happen. And you had a colleague call you over the other day to show you something on his phone. This guy's always skating on the edge, man. He's he's going to retire soon. His his wife worked for the same agency and she retired last year. He's like the one of the maintenance type guys, but he does have a cubicle, so it's a little weird cuz the other maintenance type guy has some odd office like up by the roof on a side shed or I don't know what, but he's one of those kind of guys. Okay. So. This guy, he's he's often skating on the edge like we're talking about baseball uh, this one time, and, and I see my boss go past, and I say, Is that right, boss lady? And and he says, She doesn't know. She's a girl. And I'm like, Whoa. Oh, and, and this, your boss this, is a boss hardcore. Is a hardcore baseball fan. Yeah. Has, have, have you introduced her to the Three Swings podcast? I, I haven't. She doesn't do a lot of podcasts, but I should tell her. I should tell her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It might be uh, best to keep her away from podcasts. Just saying. Oh, well. <laughs> right. Uh, right. You never know so, what she'll look up. So so this time we're in we're in the lobby and there's a there's a guy who sits at the desk there like a security type deal. Mm-hmm. Um he's part of that. And um so the maintenance guy who skates on the edge, he oh, he says, Hey George, I gotta show you something and he gets his phone out. And he starts looking in. My work wife is with me and says, I want to see. He says, oh, no, this is guy stuff. <laughs> and and in- so at this point, have you seen what the picture is? No. I would be no. frightened. No, I, I wasn't frightened. I knew it was egging her on. But, but she got mad. It did egg her on. Oh, of course. <laughs> but she she's usually quiet then and then you know you're in trouble but yeah she's gonna think of something you'll be sorry in a second Mm -hmm. Uh, and me and the security guy are laughing because that was funny he thinks (laughs) you guys are twerps because he thinks he should egg her on and we know that that's not a good idea Uh but he had a bunch of sisters the guy who skates on the edge so okay he's he's like he can't help himself what was this a picture of can i ask it's a picture of Wine bottles that he saw at like the discount store or some like discount grocery store. They have Cubs baseball labels on them. That's wild. Yeah, so he took a picture of it because he thought it was funny and he wanted Cubs to show wine. me. Yes, Cubs wine. Oh my gosh. Um, well, there was many years where whining was kind of all you got. So <laughs> um, that's probably where it came from. You know, it, it, it. I think that's what we're back to. Nothing personal, but it was last year. You know. Yeah. We'll see. But we're we're very used to it as Cubs fans. It's no big deal. It's still baseball. Um, and he still wouldn't show it to her. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> that's terrible. But and the way he had said to her, "No, this is guy stuff," was kind of like serious, you know. Oh so, my gosh, he was asking for he it. He was totally asking for it. So that was funny. <sighs> hey George, I got to show you this guy stuff. <laughs> oh my god. Never before in my life did that used to happen. (laughs) No. No. It should have. Uh, Yeah, but but still. So that that stuff makes me laugh. Did you ever have any queers do that stuff with you? Like, hey, let me show you the guy stuff, like other masculine people who you hung out with? There wasn't a lot of phones to show pictures on. No, but like talking about 
sky stuff. Because they would be like, talking. Or, you know, other would, kinds of showing. We would talk about stuff. People who like to posture a lot, like your old buddy that I met at your party when I first came to your house. Okay. People who like to do that kind of... Right. You know, talking about those women things, <laughs> would sometimes talk to me about that. But guys, like cis, hetero type guys are, you know, they, they're very predictable with this kind of stuff. And they notice your sports stuff. Uh-huh. Like now my boss's boss talks to me about my sports stuff because I have a phone cover with my baseball team. Mm-hmm. And then I have a lunchbox with a football team from the same town because my aunt decided I needed that. And it's a really serviceable lunchbox, so I use it all the time. Right. And and lately he'll say, oh, George, are you a Cubs fan? And start talking baseball with me. Oh, that's funny. Because <laughs> he went to school in Boston and he went to a lot of Red Sox uh-huh. games. And then... uh like a day or so later, he's uh, my lunchbox. He says, oh, are you a Bears fan? <laughs> and uh, I said, well, I, I used to watch Bears a lot when I was young, you know, with my dad. But, um, you know, that's where I'm from. He goes, oh, yeah, you're from you're from Chicago, right? Like, so, so the point is, like, this guy who's known me for a long time, before there was a mustache possibility. <laughs> yes, but see, the um, sports is the in. You have to have some way to be able to interact socially or else there is no socially there it isn't but but i've had this phone case probably for at least a year and i've had the lunchbox that long because she gave it to me like for christmas last year or something mm-hmm. or whatever christmas that was it was the other year not this past one mm-hmm. so all this time that he's known me and then other people that i've noticed as we've talked about before they get it in their subconscious, George the guy, mm-hmm. and then just start reacting to me like you know, like my boss has changed a lot in her she reaction. has. Yeah, I get all, I get the favorable, you know, you can do whatever mm-hmm. type status from my boss. It's it's like a subconscious thing for me. And her. you get all the presumption of competency that you never got before, right? From everyone. So this guy hasn't really talked to me much before, but just lately, like, it's somehow sunk in. wonder if this is a mustache. I don't know. It could be the mustache. It could be the sports ball. Well, yeah, the sports ball, is, I understand, definitely a way to say, how's it going, you know? Yeah. But he's never talked to me before. Mm-hmm. Like, one of the guys. One yeah. of the guys now. And um, Well, I could have told you that. I, like, I knew that already. It just, a decade like I said, ago, I could have no, told you that. But Nobody nobody knew that. Right. Except me and a few people who noticed. Yes. Yeah. So it's always so funny to me. Yeah. When, it, when you know, hey, are you the sports ball fan? Yes, I am. <laughs> George, the man, the sports ball fan. <laughs> oh, here's a funny thing that happened. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know if it's in your notes, but it might be. Did we talk about this? Tell me if we talked about this. Um, so I went with my Jesus friend, who whenever he hears me say this on the podcast, he says, it's funny that I'm still, he's still always my Jesus friend. That's funny. Um, he said he could become an atheist and he'd still be my Jesus friend. I said, probably. First impressions matter what? Well, yeah, yeah. And, Continue uh, though, I'm sorry. So anyhow, he came over to help me do a dump run. We had lots of tree branches that needed to go away because there was wind. And- mm-hmm. I had to cut them down, and yep. there was a lot of backaches. And uh, <laughs> so he came over. Not only gonna, are you a guy, you're an yeah, old guy. He was going to come over, and the battery on the truck died. And so then we had to go the next day, and it's pouring rain. Anyhow, 
So we get to the dump and um, I didn't close the truck door all the way. And I realized that my cue of hearing it slam, it was so loud in there with the bulldozer thing mm-hmm. that um, I didn't hear it close. Mm-hmm. And I probably gave it the usual type of push I give my vehicle door. Mm-hmm. So it came back open. Oh. Yeah. And this guy in a tr- who had a trailer that he was pulling behind his car, kind of like that was our other option before the truck with my friend. Mm-hmm. He, he, you know, pulled in and my friend noticed both trailers on each side of us because one guy did a really great job and one guy did a fair job. He said, because you got to watch them because most people who come in there with trailers don't know how to drive them at all. Right. You know, they don't know how to control them. So he was a little close to us. Mm-hmm. And um, that wasn't a problem. But because I didn't notice the door not closing, and my friend didn't notice the door wasn't closed, because it's not what he was looking for. He was looking at the trailer and how close it was. Mm-hmm. The trailer started pulling out and taking the door with him. <gasps> yeah. And oh. I stopped him. I stopped him in time. It's loud in there. So you, like, really Right, right, to, right. And, you know, I thought, crap, the door's going to come off. It didn't. He backed up. Uh, my friend looked at it. It's bent on the bottom. The tiny mm-hmm. the little corner of the door right. is bent. And uh, I felt terrible about it because, you know. Because um, you always feel terrible about yeah, things. Yeah, I just, I do. <laughs> you do. It was my fault. So. Well, yeah. yeah. But. So, uh, well, it was my fault for leaving the door open. It was the right. other guy's fault for trying to take it off with his tra- with his trailer. Fair. Because but anyway. if I'm driving a trailer and I see a door hanging open, mm-hmm. I'm probably going to say, hey, it's okay if I close your door. But, you know, that's because I'm extra cautious. You you are. You yeah. always have been. So, the guy comes out and he's... He's, uh, he's, he's nervous. He's worried. He seems like, you know, concerned, mm-hmm. um, you know, because there's other choices. He could be, you know, mad at us or, uh, indignant or whatever. Yeah. But he's, uh, and so my friend's looking and then he's deciding and then, then he decides the guy can go and the guy's, um, so the guy comes over. I'm on the side he's on. Mm-hmm. I'm on the driver's side, which, you know, is the passenger side for me. And he comes over and he, he looks at me and he's, he says he's sorry, and he shakes my hand. And I'm thinking, like I usually do when these men things are going on that I'm trying to understand, is this a usual protocol, or I kind of get the idea, because that's mm-hmm. what men do, they shake hands. Yes. And uh, so then he, and then I look over at my friend, because he's the driver of the truck, and it's his truck, obviously. Right. And the guy, Don's on the guy, like, oh yeah, I gotta go over to talk to that guy too, and he goes over and talks to him. Uh-huh. So anyhow, my friend decided he could probably bend it back with a crescent wrench, and um, we'll see if he did that. Yeah. But um, I thought, you know, if not, I probably could put it through my insurance because, I mean, you know. We have pretty good insurance. Yeah, and... I need to submit the bill for the undercarriage of my car to our insurance because that was a weather hazard. Right. Although I don't know if they'll take it without like a... Usually those things require like a police report or something stupid. You can do that online. Yeah. Because the police don't care about your weather damage hazard thing. No, whatever. they... No. Yeah, they don't care. So you can just make a report online mm-hmm. if it's required. But if it's required. You can ask the insurance company. Probably the guys at the shop can just write on there, mm-hmm. damage from this or this, mm-hmm. and the insurance will probably take it. But anyway, yes. we got off on a anyway. tangent there. Everybody's shocked. Even Bob, right? Totally. But, you know, this is this is the thing that happens. And, you know, it happens everywhere that you're just some guy. Yeah. And people trying to figure out what these guys are doing. You're trying to figure out what they're doing and they're just assuming that you know what they're doing. That's right. And I know that. So that part makes it easy. But this gets even weirder when like people, like you said, like your boss 
who has known you for decades still has that subconscious masculine privilege thing in her brain for you. And then, like... She's very old school, you know? She was brought up in that generation where that was really prevalent. Yeah. And, like, the chiropractor... Oh, yeah. Who was talking to you about women and, like, totally forgetting. I mean, this chiropractor has been seeing you for close to a decade, if not more. Oh, yeah, more. More than a decade. Yeah. Yeah. He's funny. He was was talking to me. He's growing his beard again. Uh And uh, so he says, uh, do you use beard oil? And I'm thinking, I'm your consultant? (laughs) (laughs) He's like a... Like a Latter-day Saints guy. I mean, I'm sure uh-huh. he has lots of guys to talk to, uh-huh. right? Yeah, but, but... But anyhow. In the West, know. especially, they can get a little weird if you're getting too metro. I guess so, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Because his kid told him he should get some beard oil because his beard's very curly. Is this the one who I taught his kids? Yes. Okay. And uh, and I he, I he said, you know, he asked me, and I said, well, I have some beard oil, but... My wife doesn't like the smell of that. And so I also have some wax and some other balm balm that I use on my beard. So I use the wax on my mustache and balm on my beard. And that stuff is not quite as smelly. And, and uh, I find that that works better mm-hmm. for me. Uh, yes. So that was our discussion of, you know, I'm, I'm the beard oil consultant now <laughs> at the chiropractic office. I think because I mentioned, I'm not sure if this is it, but I think it's because I mentioned that you don't like that beard oil. He said, he said, he, yeah, it was. He said he had a beard when he got married and his wife didn't like it. He says, but you know, women always think they're going to change us. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I've heard that before. I think I said, yeah, that's what I've heard. That's funny. Yeah. Have I tried to change you? I, I don't know. <laughs> I think I probably spend more time trying to change you. Like, it's fair. Hey, Mister, don't these socks go in the hamper? <laughs> guilty. Yep. <laughs> so guilty. Are you done with these dishes in the whatever room that they don't go in? <laughs> Not Still gonna guilty. happen. Not nope. gonna happen. Just ask my chiropractor. Nope. <laughs> so, this husband is not getting changed. Sorry. Nope. But we have all these things going on, and I'm sure there's plenty more mustache ones. Yeah. So. That's funny. Although, like, it makes me think of shortly after we were married, and I was seeing all of these masculine traits about you, and, you know, the ways in which the one thing that kept sticking in my head was the fact that you wouldn't refer to yourself as male or female, the fact that you always infantilized it. You'd say, I'm not a girl, and I'm not a boy. And I'm like, that's because you're a fucking man, but... Yeah. But in the back of my head, I was still like, no, he has the right to self-identify. I shouldn't be putting these things on him. Why do I keep coming back to it? And I thought it was because there was something stuck about our lawyer friend that I had dated previous to you stuck in my brain somewhere. No, apparently it was your subconscious. I, I, I knew. Operating in the reality of what yes. was happening. It's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. Thin slicing is my speciality, as your aunt would say. Yes. I am very good at thin slicing. Mm-hmm. And there's your word to Google for the day. Thin slicing. Thin slicing. I, I know. I have to think about this. This is all these internet words. No, it's actually a psychological phenomenon. I was surprised that you hadn't heard of it the first no, time I mentioned I've it. I've never 
because it's that thing where you have very, very little information, but because you have so much constellation of information around it, you can make judgments based on very few specific inputs and generalized within a framework of myriad inputs. Oh, well. We, I, I can never... I can see very few inputs and say, yep, you're a man. <laughs> right. I can see very few inputs and say, yep, they're lying. I can see very few inputs and say, yep, that's not right. That is true. I've never talked about it is thin slicing. That is the um, psychological term for that gut instinct that says something is right or something is wrong or something is what it is mm-hmm. without, um, with minimal or what might even be perceived as absence of any evidence. I probably don't have a lot of encounters with people that this term would apply to. Fair. So, what else was I going to tell you? There was another gendery thing there. Tai Chi, there's a lot of older people. And there's this one really old guy. He's He gives our teacher the hardest time, I think. And occasionally there are people in the boomer and up generation, of which you are technically a member. But, you know, there are sometimes people who have lived and experienced enough to get outside of their stereotypes, but most of them are fairly well set. Yeah, his seem pretty crusty. So... Whatever we were talking about, like my wife and I are going out of town and something, and his wife said, well, you got to keep the wife happy, which is a thing that old people say. It is. Yeah. Happy wife, happy life. That's what he said first. And then she said that. Oh my gosh. That just... Happy wife, happy... That's all he said. Yes, and then because she said the, other the, thing. the entire world knows the, the last word of that phrase. Yes. And so, yeah. Although we go for your happiness. We were talking about this the other day. Like, I mean, yes, I'm happy to go, but you're the person who like lives for vacations. I, I live for the experience of doing the Doctor Who thing and doing the Fanish thing and having the Fanish community. I, you're I, the one who's living for the escape. Isn't that why we watch Doctor Who? To escape, yes. That's okay, why well. I watch Star Trek. That's why I play video games for the escape. But I've never seen the act of going somewhere as escape. I've always seen the act of going somewhere as chore. That was your experience. But see, this is how I tricked you into going on a vacation, is I gave you a chore to do there. <laughs> it's and true. now you go all the time. I do. And I can count on having this vacation every year because you'll have a chore to do and I can escape. <laughs> It works perfect. Yes. Accurate. Yes. I'm still not changed and neither are you. No. (laughs) You are not changing your husband. I'm sorry. Nope. I am not. I I have changed some. I do some things better than I used to. I feel like I try to do better. We both try to do better. That doesn't mean we changed each other. (laughs) (laughs) Fair. Right? Uh, That's just how we are. Yes. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'll accept that. Do we have anything else in our notes? I don't think so. Not for now. We are doing this just before we leave for Galley. So I'm sorry that this is coming out right after Galley and we don't have the Galley update yet, but it'll be in your ear holes in two weeks. I promise. Well, that's good. Is that it? I think that's it. Okay. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. 
We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less than complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening. Yeah, so I'm trying to use the mouse and it's not where I think it is because I'm wearing my old glasses. Don't you have some that are slightly newer? I do, but I'm not quite sure where they're at. Oh. And these are the ones I usually wear when I color my hair because I don't usually need to see much well. I my, guess you need to upgrade your I might need to upgrade backups. my backup. My yeah, find your last backups instead of your last, last, last ones. Right. That's <laughs> these how, ones are tiny, too. Yeah. Plus, my, my sunglasses are like that, my old sunglasses. Yeah. Where I can't. That's why we had I to get you new it. sunglasses this yeah. time, yeah? Yeah, they're not as good because, you know, the other ones were very spendy. True. So, oh well. So, the chiropractor, the client noting your mustache, the pictures of bottles of Cubs booze, uh, client saying thank you for being the gentleman that you are, and yeah, and Tai Chi, someone at Tai Chi said having to keep the wife happy. Yeah, you might have to remind me of these as we go. What, what order are we going in? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Do you have a preference? I don't. Okay. Sometimes you do, though. I do. These are all sort of disconnected. We can make a story out of all the little gendery things that happen. Okay. I'll try not to sound quite so tired as I am. I understand that you're tired. I'm sorry that you're tired. It wasn't even a full day of parenting. No, it wasn't. But there was the whole transition part. There was the transition part, and... Helping that child through a transition, and especially that transition. He has a hard time with changing gears. He does. It's true. Are we ready? Probably. Oh, good. Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm George. Some gendery things. Yeah. Like, let me check my notes about what you told me a week and a half ago. Yeah. He hasn't talked to me what much before. Do you need to check something? No, I was just trying to check the okay. timestamp with my shitty you, glasses. I saw the squint. <laughs> I had to close one eye and squint the other. Yeah. Ha 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 ha!